I'm Katie. And I'm Lizzie. And this is Something Spookish. That was really good. I tried. I tried. Um, I tried. I, I tried. came from the heart. It, I could tell. <laughs> that was amazingly matched up on the very first shot. Well, thank you. Yes. Welcome. Thank you. Um, you're welcome back um, immediately because that was so good. So I accept. Yes. I accept. <laughs> Yay. Well, this is one of our installments of an Eerie Encounters episode where Josie and I are getting to meet live with different people who have their own spooky stories and are delighting us with their own retelling of them instead of telling us and then us telling you. <laughs> so <laughs> we found that this has been working out pretty well. Yeah, you don't need to be the middleman anymore. <laughs> no, 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 this is great. So Liz, are you, are you from Colorado as well? Not originally. I've been here for a little over 18 years, so it's pretty much like my home. I would give you native status at that point. I'd say so. I mean, I learned how to drive here, so. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I think that's, a, that's something, right? Yeah. I think Coloradans, I think I've heard are a little touchy about being a native, and I, mm. I am a native, and I don't care. If you've been Thank here for you. over a decade, Thank who you. freaking cares? Thank yeah. you for accepting this transplant. Oh my gosh, you are so welcomed. And everyone out there, wherever you are, come to Colorado. Come to Co Just kidding. Should you come to Colorado? Just vacation. Here. There's no space for you. Just unless you go to the Western Slopes, maybe. Maybe. Nah, there's some space, but just be prepared for some traffic. And high-priced homes. Yeah. yeah. High-priced. But we have water. We That's sure do. Yeah, because what's going on in the Southwest is a little scary. So I, that brings me much comfort. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. Things to be grateful for. Yes. Mm -hmm. We do love Colorado. Mm -hmm. We love all the states. And you're always welcome here. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you do have to be here for a decade to get native status. At least. Minimum. Minimum. Mm -hmm. And learn how to drive in the winter. In the snow. Oh, that's a yeah. good point. I think once you can drive in the winter mm -hmm. in the snow, then you reach native status. I love After that. After 10 years. Yes, 10 years. It might take you 10 years to learn how to drive in the winter. I would say that that matches right up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that prerequisite and that requirement. Well, I have had the privilege of knowing Lizzie for a year and a half. About that. Yeah. yeah I'd say so. Yeah. A magical year and a half it has been. Oh my gosh, time flies. I know. Time flies when you're having rum. <laughs> when you're having rum? Yeah. I swear, ah. I haven't been drinking rum every day for the past year and a half. <laughs> Liz Lizzie promised me that she had Vodka infused whipped cream. Yes, I actually do. I do I do have that in my car. I'm giving that out as gifts to people. You're so good with the gifts. Now, uh, are you yes. are you normally interested in the paranormal? So, in this day and age, um, I don't go out of my way to look into paranormal activity mm -hmm. um, until I learned of your podcast, Katie. Thank you. However, in my early 20s, um, I was much more open-minded to it because I was leaving the um, Catholic religion. And oh. so my mind and viewpoints were expanding. So at that point in time, I was looking. Mm -hmm. But... I had this experience in my early 20s and it kind of shut things down for me because I got scared. <laughs> I am already speechless and I don't know why because you just don't seem like someone who gets scared. scared. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, you just don't. I, I'm really proud of myself. I feel like a very brave individual, mm -hmm. 
Like, for example, um, my boyfriend and I, we took a gun safety course for like a home invasion. It was like, what to do when there's a home invasion? You know, people will prepare for floods, for fires, but what about when your home is being robbed? That's a good point. So my boyfriend and I were in the simulation. There's this fake bedroom and a robber broke in and I jumped in front of Mike. You did? I, I did, I protected him. Come on, Mike. And I tried to fight the guy, like my adrenaline kicked in and like I, the robber was running into our bedroom and I ran up in front of Mike, kicked the door closed. The robber got in and I threw my hands up to start fighting him. And the guy was like, stop, stop, stop. Really? Yeah. And so going back, um, I find myself to be a brave individual, but I had this experience in my early 20s that just scared me so much that I didn't look into um, paranormal activities. And I think that happens with a lot of people, people who do have stories some of the time, depending on how, if they were traumatic, mm -hmm. stay far, far away from the topic. And mm -hmm. I have not had, I've had paranormal experiences, but none of them have been traumatic. Mm -hmm. Some of them have been a little bit scary, but but nothing, nothing too much. And I think that is a big reason why I can look into those things so much is because I have this very, I've got like a safe distance between me and exactly how scary it can get. Mm -hmm. So did you have this experience? Did, was it before or after you started leaving um, Catholicism? Um, it was afterwards, uh, several years afterwards. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. So at that point, I felt very spiritual and I felt I believe in energetic forces. And during that time, I was practicing projecting my energy and emotions onto others Ooh. Mm -hmm. and not so much as sending out like messages like a phrase or a comment but just mm -hmm. saying just like intentions like mm -hmm. loving and kind and just like energetic intentions i think that's great because uh, there's the loving kindness meditation i think there's just a lot that you can do with energy that we don't realize or practice all the time so that's really neat that you were doing that um thank you did you did you feel like it was successful is i don't know if there it would be a way for you to tell well when i had this interaction i i shouldn't say it's a, yeah it was an interaction um i felt like it was successful i'm so curious okay will you start start from the beginning absolutely so katie let me take you back in time um, to about a decade and a half ago. Um, I was about 17 or 18 years old. Mm -hmm. And at that point, um, I didn't fully believe in aliens, mm -hmm. but I watched this documentary. And for the first time in my life, I thought, wow, like, aliens are real. They're, they're here, they're around us and they're, they're real. So that night, as I'm laying in bed, I decide to put out a message and I if you if you can imagine like a bridge from your brain into the outside world into the universe that's what I was imagining so I'm imagining a bridge from myself out into the universe and I put I say something in my mind and I say I know you're here 
I know you're real. I believe you. Please give me a message. I know. I know. So I wake up the next morning and I'm a very groggy person in the morning. So I'm not even thinking about how I fell asleep and this bridge that I had open um, as I fell asleep. And so I wake up, do my thing, and then I go to change. And I take off my shirt, my pajamas, and I'm about to put on my bra when I notice something on my left breast. Right along the rim of my areola is a perfect half circle scratch. But it was more of like a cut, like a healing cut. Uh-huh. And my first thought was like, what the fuck? Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and then I think, oh, I, I just sent out a message last night. And I had this really weird cut on my breast. And again, it's like a perfect, it's like a half moon cut along my areola. And oh. my second thought is, was it my cat? No, it's not my cat because I sleep with my door closed and a cat is not going to cut a perfect half moon scratch. No, and, and I can go ahead and validate as a fellow female that this is not normal. Not normal. You don't wake up with this. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. And, and the way it looked, it was like in the healing process and it's not like a, like a thick scratch. Like you would, if you scratch your arm right now, mm -hmm. it's thick, right? Yeah. No, it was like, it's like a blade almost, but it was in the healing process, but it wasn't there the day before. So I'm a little freaked out and my coping me mechanism for when I'm scared is making light of things. Mm -hmm. So throughout the day, I tell my friends, I'm like, haha, I sent out a message to aliens last night and they visited me, you know, joking, whatever. So... I go throughout my day and that next night I'm going to bed by myself and I'm scared because I thought I sent out this message and there's this weird thing on my breast. And I, I wanted to ask really quick yeah. when you're describing that. Are you describing that the cut was, it looked like it should, with, with how deep of a cut it was, that it shouldn't have been as healed as it was, that it was... Yeah, like it I, accelerated in the healing it process? It accelerated. Mm -hmm. Okay, I was mm -hmm. okay. I wanted to see if that, because that's what I was thinking. I just wanted to make sure that was the right. Yeah, it wasn't like a it. fresh cut. It wasn't healed. It wasn't scarred. It was in the healing process. That's crazy. Weird, right? Because you had only been asleep for like probably six to eight hours, right? Exactly, exactly. And um, I checked my bed sheets, no blood or anything. Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. even think about that. Yeah. Because I was thinking, I was like, did I cut myself? Like, did I? Sure. Did did I scratch or, like, cut? Well, it but could you have been my nail. You said you were wearing pajamas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no, I don't, and like I said, this is not a normal thing. <laughs> it's for not normal. Not, no, it's no. not. And it's interesting that when you went to bed that you were, you did feel scared. I, I was scared because oh. I felt like I opened up a bridge mm -hmm. and I was heard. My message was heard and I was given proof, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So the next night I go to bed scared. And again, I 
create this bridge. I'm visualizing a bridge from my brain out into the universe and I go, thank you. I, I thank them and thank you for sharing that with me. I know you're here. And then um, the next morning I wake up and as I said, I'm typically a groggy person, but that had such a profound impact on me that the next morning, the so after the second night of me opening up this bridge, I'm immediately like pulling yeah. my shirt, I'm like checking my boob. And there's another thing. No, there's, <laughs> there's not. another thing. So imagine this, Katie. Imagine the world's tiniest ice cream scooper. Uh-huh. And when I say tiny, I'm talking about like, what would you say that? Like maybe the side, the end of your key, car key. Look at the end of your car key. Yeah. And it's about that size. That's perfect. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that would be the the radius, I believe. Or diameter. The, the diameter. So definitely noticeable. Noticeable. And on the same breast, my left breast, um, on the left side, right here, it looked like somebody just scooped a piece of my skin out. Uh, yeah. And just like the cut, partially healed. Ooh. <laughs> Weird. Because if it had happened, let's say you did scratch yourself. Right. Or, or mm -hmm. you, for somehow the cause of that mm -hmm. overnight, it would still be raw mm -hmm. in the morning. Right. There's no reason for that to have healed that much. Right. That's scary. It was so weird. And after that, I just like, after that, I was just like, nope, not opening my mind up anymore. I, it just, it scared me so much, Katie. Yes, like, I think that's the right response. Yeah. And, you know, I have mixed feelings about it because I'm like, oh, this is so cool. I opened up my mind. I sent out a message to aliens saying, I know you're here. Like, I recognize you like give me a sign mm -hmm. and then two nights in a row something weird shows up on my boob like that it was just i don't know it's, that's that's like invasive yeah and it was yeah it was very invasive and after that i just um i started letting the cat sleep in my room with me i would too <laughs> i would be like i need something and i need protection yes <laughs> so that that was my weird encounter if you will i don't i can't you know i don't know i don't know what happened i can't say it was an alien i can't say i my hand has a mind of its own in the middle of the night and i like to hurt myself and scratch myself <laughs> while you're wearing pajamas also. while i'm wearing pajamas but did anything happen after that mm -mm. i mean i've had like you know throughout the years like looking up at the sky you see something and you think what is that it's is that a drone? No, it's not a drone. Is that a hot air balloon with the lights on? Like, so you mm -hmm. see like those lights in the skies that like move around a little bit mm -hmm. and you know it's not a plane. You know it's not a satellite, but it's just so bright. You're like, what What are you? But you know what? Today's technology, who knows what they could be. So I've had those things, but that's interesting too. But that was like my biggest like, experience with like trying to encounter an alien i am really in internally really reacting to the story that you just told me and i think it's also really interesting because uh so today today's monday and i i launched or we we launched extraterrestrial enlightenment part two today oh. and before i had researched that those 
the content for those two episodes, part one and part two, and the Stardust Ranch episode, I I don't think I would have known what to think from your story, but after those stories, I have a whole theory. I want to hear it. Well, oh, well, should I listen to the episode? No, I'll tell, I'll tell okay. you my theory. Uh, but I always like to preface things with, I could be wrong. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we are human. Yes. And this is just based on what I got out of those episodes. So, so John uh, and Joyce from the Stardust Ranch episode had mysterious um, things show up on their bodies. Mm-hmm. And he described them as deformities or scars or just things that were not there but when they went to sleep mm-hmm. that were there the next day and that they were significant and healed. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. So I think I, I'm on that episode, but I haven't finished it. Oh, that's so, okay. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> but it was healed? Yes. Oh. Yeah, every thing that they had happen to them was would be healed the next day. And he said by the end of it, because an, another spoiler, the harassment eventually does stop. Okay. But by the end of that, he said that both him and Joyce looked like they had been in a really severe car accident. Oh my gosh. Of all things that had happened to them. Yikes. And it also sounds like the reason that they had those things on them, those marks, was ultimately they were told because they were being abducted and then brought back. Oh. Oh. So, so, okay. I, so with you sharing that, like that's, I think that's why I was so scared was because yeah. like with what happened with the like half moon cut mm-hmm. on my areola, I, that was my thought of like, was I abducted? Was, was my, when I've reached out, did they, were, were the aliens or whoever, were, did they hear my message and they're like, okay, this is an individual we want to check out well so that's the other thing is now that i with the extraterrestrial enlightenment part and so that's the same book that's the same stardust ranch book Mm -hmm. but these are the things that he's saying he learned about kind of after the fact Mm -hmm. and one of the topics that they talk about i'm kind of too far away one of the (laughs) topics that they talk about is how imagination isn't what we think it is that it is re unmanifested reality but it's still reality. Fascinating. And also, if you have any kind of gifts or anything, Mm -hmm. what it sounds like to me is when you... And the way that you described it, too, how you made a bridge, Mm -hmm. because they talk about consciousness being a field, a geography, and that it's not... We we interpret it or we experience it as being internal, but it's not internal. Mm -hmm. And that there's... They said there's no such thing as being alone. And so I think when you visualize that bridge, I think you may have literally made a bridge of consciousness. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, I think the wrong extraterrestrial picked up your like picked up your signal Mm -hmm. because there's I learned that there's good extraterrestrials, ones who follow the universal laws, and then there's bad ones who, who are forced to follow the laws but they will find ways around them. Oh, interesting. And it really does sound like you did send out a signal and the wrong the wrong thing picked it up. Yeah. And 
even though you were being and you were so sincere and you were so you were you, you were so loving and open and it just it sounds like something took advantage of that young and naive is the first time where i thought in my life where i was like oh oh aliens are real <laughs> and we think of aliens as all being the same thing and but apparently not i think there's all sorts of different ones and the ones from stardust ranch who were that that were harassing john and joyce were described as uh like the rogue they were they were a rogue oh so oh. yeah so it, yikes that's scary i know i don't i don't love that yeah. and Seems, there seems to be a pattern of when people are abducted. And, but I, I'm, I'm just thinking to myself, are abductions always bad? I don't think they're always bad, but I think sometimes. I wasn't in pain the That's next good. day. But I mean, like, I, it just had an impact on me and it scared me. But I mean, they took yeah. a chunk of my boobs, so I was not happy nice. about that. I love my boobs. Right. <laughs> and at that time, I had probably like a Motorola razor. So I wasn't even thinking about taking photos. Like I wasn't oh, thinking yeah. about what you? No, you know? and that'd be hard to show people anyway. Yeah. But um, and it, maybe they weren't that bad because it sounds like when you cut off your communication, mm -hmm. they respected that. Yeah. So maybe they thought they had your permission. Oh, I, oh, that's a beautiful way to put that. I hope so. I think that's, I think that because that consent is another is one of those universal laws that they talk about. Really, you have to have consent. Oh, and I, I like that. I like that too. <laughs> and so I think they thought that, or I, I, what I you said, gave them was consent. I did, mm -hmm. even though that you didn't know. Mm -hmm. And that's what they talk about too: is we make deals that we don't, we don't, we're not really equipped to make, and we don't mean to. Oh my gosh! But then you cut it off. And so they listen. I need to read this book. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, um, but I really like that because what I've been using lately is if I do feel scared, I feel like if I put out there, put it out there that, you know, you can't be here. Mm -hmm. You have to leave me alone. Mm -hmm. That they do, you do have to go. You, you, you can't follow me. You have to go away. Right. It, 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 does that apply to specifically aliens or like aliens and ghosts, spiritual entities? So... It's because I know with like poltergeists, like demons, like they're not going to listen to you. They ain't got respect for us. Well, here's the thing. Now, after learning what I've learned, I am convinced that, and again, I could be wrong, don't yell at me. <laughs> I'm convinced that demons are extraterrestrials. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. But the way that they're described they use reptilians as the example, okay. which is just the silliest thing to call someone and it really doesn't <laughs> I know. give them, like demon is a scary word. That is, Yeah, that is. But reptilian sounds whimsical. It does. But they were saying, the way I took it was replace demon with reptilian. Like all of our serial killers are reptilians is oh. what it sounds like. Like, wow. Like all of this. I know. So this is why I'm having a hard time. And that's, why, <laughs> that's probably why they say, like, when you look at a serial killer, you don't see anything in their eyes. It's mm -hmm. like soulless. Because they're not human. Oh. That's what I'm saying. My mind is being blown. Right? I'm having a hard time rejecting this, <laughs> Jeff. And so demons. And, and But that makes sense, too, because they're apparently what they're trying to do is beings like the reptilians are apparently cut off from the quote-unquote creator, which is 
uh, what someone can think of as God, which okay. is a really loaded word, but the source of life, the source of life. Okay. The reason for all things, whatever that is, they're cut off from that source because they've made so many horrible mistakes. Oh my gosh. So they're like the fallen angels or exactly. devil. Okay. Precisely. Wow. And the only way that they can get any semblance of feeling like they're close to the creator again is by harvesting terror and horror and rage and basically preying on humans because we produce that in abundance when you mess with us. Right. So we're, uh, they referred to us as a delicacy, which was really <laughs> horrible. Yeah. And the, so That's those are lovely. the worst of the worst ones. Okay. Those are, the, those are the worst of the worst. But to me, that made a lot of sense because, you know, when you have a priest come in or like holy water, like why that has any effect on this stuff is because they, they can't, they can't handle it. They've been cut off. It does burn them. Oh, wow. And to me, I was just thinking that this all makes sense, but that's almost why I reject it because should it make sense? Does anything make sense? I thought no, but the fact that this does make sense freaks me out. Oh my gosh. I yeah. think you need to get in touch with that guy from that show, Aliens and- Ancient Aliens? Ancient Aliens, yeah. yes, yes. Because I think they talk about not only aliens, but they also talk about like religious aspects in there. I, 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 mean, I haven't seen that show in years, but. Well, we talk about it in, um, in part two, where they conveyed that all of our gods mm -hmm. are extraterrestrials. I, so I, I think maybe that was the show mm -hmm. what, that I watched. I can't remember what it was. Okay, but yeah. like, I remember like watching that show and I can't recall if it's like ancient aliens that I watched that made me feel like, oh, this is real. And having that tie between like those gods and like aliens. I wonder what it was or was it, if it was a documentary, I definitely, I want to watch remember. it, but I also wonder if you have, because here's the other thing is so, and, and this is the part that I didn't get any answers on and I'm very confused about and just kind of have to go. I, I, I think, I guess that could be true is the way that reptilians are able to influence humans is apparently there's either possession, which we're familiar with, or there's like hybrid birthing program where a human will make a contract with one of these things before they're incarnated oh for power or something uh -huh. like that. But that happens with good extraterrestrials too. Interesting. So some people are can channel positive extraterrestrials. Oh, well, I'd like to think that's what I did. I, well, I, I don't know that, I think you may have done maybe neutral. Okay, maybe neutral trust. Extra trust. The main thing is that I stopped. I was just like, no more bridges. Yeah. But I do sometimes feel curious as to like, if I did that again, like what would the outcome be? Um, and that is something I'd like to try at some point. Um, maybe not right now, but sometime in the future. And if I do that, I'll let you know. And be careful. Be careful, yes. Put, put parameters around who can make contact with you that's a good idea yeah and mm -hmm. let them know let that you them. they can't affect you physically mm -hmm. or don't take me just mm -hmm. yeah like take 
my poster and like let it flutter to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> this is the contact I accept. Yeah. Um, Although, yeah. So, actually, thinking about this, there is another experience that my sister and I have had. It's not alien um, okay. related, but maybe you might be interested in hearing about it. Hundred percent, anything. Okay. Yes. Okay. So let me talk to you about my paternal grandmother, Shirley. She was this force to be reckoned with. She was this lovely, um, headstrong individual. She is the matriarch of our family. We are all looked up to her. We loved her so much. We had such a close bond. So my, it, this was in January, 2016 and my grandma passed away. That day, my older sister Angelica, she called me and said, I had a dream about grandma last night. And in this dream, my sister Angelica was on a lake with my grandma and my grandma was looking to cross the lake. And the entire time my grandma was saying, I wanna find my friends, I wanna find my friends. And in her living life, my grandma's talking about how as she grew older, all of her friends are passing away. Mm -hmm. So in the dream, my grandma's telling my sister, I want to fight my friends. And then at some point she goes, oh, there they are. And they're on the land. So my sister helps my grandma into the water and helps my grandma swim to the shore to meet her friends. And then the next day, my sister got the news from my dad that grandma passed away. Really? So now let me talk to you about something that happened about a month after my grandma passed away. I have a dream. I'm in this wooden house and I leave the wooden house and I see my grandma standing at a body of water near something wooden. It was like a wooden post and my grandma was crying. So I walk up to my grandma in my dream and I go, grandma, why are you crying? And as soon as I put my hand on my grandma's arm as like a comforting touch, it just hit me. Grandma, you're not here. You're, you're dead. You're, you're, this isn't real. This, this is a dream. And I wake up. And so I call my sister-in-law, who's also close to my grandma, and I go, Becca, I have to tell you about this dream. It was just like, it just was so intense for me. It was so vivid, so real. And so I relayed the dream to Becca, and Becca goes, Liz, I experienced that with grandma. And I said, what do you mean? So my grandma had rented a log cabin and Becca was staying there. And one morning Becca walks out of the log cabin and there's my grandma sitting at a wooden bench next to a pond and she's crying. And so Becca goes to my grandma, puts her hand on my grandma's arm and goes, Shirley, why are you crying? And in in that real life experience, my grandma had told Becca I'm crying because I'm afraid I'm not gonna live uh, long enough to see all my grandchildren graduate from college. But I just thought it was so bizarre that I have this dream about 
walking out of a wooden house, see my grandma standing at a wooden post next to a body of water crying. And I walk up and as soon as I touch her, it's like my mind woke up. I was like, wait, this is, this isn't real because grandma, you're dead. And that Becca experienced that. And in your dream, it sounds, it sounds like your grandma didn't register that you were there. But in Becca's dream, it's not. Oh, like no, that, it wasn't Becca's dream. It happened in real life. What Becca experienced happened in real life. Oh, you're so saying it's like this I happened. dreamt what what Becca experienced in the past. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that weird? Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, so Becca truly experienced that whole scenario. And then that was like, I guess, years ago. And then a month after grandma passed away, I dreamt what Becca experienced. Did your grandma get to see all of her grandchildren graduate college? Mm -mm, no, unfortunately not. So she would be sad. She, well, here's the thing. Here's the kicker. My grandma always gave me a hard time because I wasn't in college. Oh, <laughs> And no. so I felt like maybe it was like a time for her. She's like, I'm crying. I cried because I didn't get to see my grandchildren graduate. Now I'm dead, Liz. Oh, <laughs> that would be so unfair. That would be so unfair. Really, come on. So I don't know what to make all that, but I just thought That's it was interesting amazing. from like what my sister, how my sister dreamt about helping my grandma cross a pond mm -hmm. to find her friends the night that the night that my grandma passed away to a month later, me dreaming of an experience that my sister-in-law experienced years ago. Like, I just thought that was interesting. It's very interesting. And another aspect of my reality being a little bit shattered right now is that dreams are supposed to be, I mean, that dreams are supposed to be on the astral plane, which is a reality for us, but it's in a different, they called it the sensory body or the astral body. Okay. So it's just in a slightly different dimension but that these things are also supposed to be a form of reality. It's kind of like the movie, I, what is it, Insidious? Oh, I thought need like to see that. No, uh, no, not, um, what are you talking about? It's when the little boy falls asleep and he goes like wandering in his dream. Yes. Like, yes, it, my sister has told me about that one. Yes, that's exactly. You need to watch it. Yeah, but they touch, they talk about that. It's like astro, I think they called it astro planning or astral astro projection. Astral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've never done that, but I have had many very significant dreams. Mm -hmm. And it sounds to me like there are people out there who are really skilled at astral projecting. Mm -hmm. oh, I should watch Insidious. I'm scared, though. Just make sure you watch it with the lights on. During the day. Have, 10 yeah. have your hubby there. He won't do it. Okay. Just get have your animals there. Okay. And something I something I do when I want to watch a scary movie is I'll frequently pause it. I'll believe and mm -hmm. do something else, and then I'll come back because that helps me, you know, stay grounded. I'm not fully immersing myself in the film. I can enjoy the film and then, um, yeah, again, just like enjoy it, but I'm not losing my mind in it. <laughs> That's a really good idea. Because yeah. you do, you'll get sucked in otherwise. That's a great idea. And my boyfriend, he doesn't like to watch scary movies, so that's what I do. So I can watch scary movies by myself. <laughs> Maybe I should try that. Yeah, just like, 
maybe like set a timer for every like 30, 40 minutes and then walk away. Yeah. Go pet your dog, you know, just get some emotional support from them and realize that you're watching. It's just a movie. It's just a movie. But now with all the stuff I know about imagination, I don't like that. Maybe just don't watch. (laughs) (laughs) That would be like, it's all reality. I can't handle this. Just look it up on, look up the synopsis on like Wikipedia or something like that. I, I heard one good thing to do was to look up the stills of the scary moments. Oh, I like that. Yeah, because then if you look at it, you realize it's not scary. Right, and maybe look at the behind the scenes. That's a great idea. Mm -hmm. Not real. Like, this is how they made this person look so horrific. It's all makeup. It's not real. It's not real. Yeah. I I need to do some of that. Um, That would be really interesting. But that is, so I, what I'm saying is I think that you're, that you did experience those things. And I think your sister did too. And what a beautiful dream that she helped your grandma. Yeah. She, they the were bridge. really close. The swim, the swim, the space. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just thought maybe I'd share that with you. I love that. Was so, those two dreams, um, although they were experienced by two separate sisters, has such a profound impact on us and our connection with our grandma was so strong that I truly believe that even though she passed like her spirit was still here and you know whether it's sending out a message to me her granddaughter who didn't go to college that she's crying in her afterlife because surely in the afterlife she would realize that that's okay (laughs) i'll have to show you um my high school graduation course that she gave me it was um had a tassel like you know how they have on graduation tasks Mm -hmm. so on the front there's the tassel and then you open up the card and it's a stripper with tassels (laughs) in the message she's like if you don't go to college i know you'll succeed in this department she did not I'd be so mad. <laughs> it was so funny, but like, she was like, did she mean it in a joking I way? In a joking okay. way. Like, so like, she okay. she was mad at me for not planning on going to school for, or continuing my education. But like, we were like two peas in a pod. When I'd visit her, we'd stay up to like two in the morning, just like laughing our butts off. Oh, and just, okay. We had such a, so going full circle, we just, had such a good connection mm-hmm. that I, I'd like to think that with my dreams, um, with my dream and with my sister's dream, she was, she, her sphere was still there. She wasn't done saying goodbye to people. She wanted us to know that she's still the boss. <laughs> she's, she's here and she's, surely hasn't gone anywhere. No, she surely hasn't. She surely- <laughs> I really love that, and it also sounds, something else that I'm realizing too is that people who have experiences and the people who I end up talking to, I'm finding that you don't have experiences like that unless you have some kind of, I don't know what to call it anymore, but an an ability Mm -hmm. or an affinity or uh, an awareness of energy or connections Mm -hmm. or something like that. So it sounds like both you and your sister have something like that and especially with the first story you told me too right because i it just it sounds like whatever signal you sent out was really strong right and you know how at the beginning i said that i felt like i could like 
create these like connections and project things. Yeah. Well, so some something that I would do, like as I'd go to sleep with my boyfriend, he'd always fall asleep like before me. But like I would try to project. Sorry, Spencer, but I would, <laughs> you were my first test subject. <laughs> so he'd be sleeping and I would like try to project energy to him. Uh-huh. And when I was conscious of it, like when I was like, here it goes, like, you know, I didn't think here it goes, but like when I make that projection, he'd like jolt. Really? Yeah. And so that was like where I was like, oh, like, this is a thing. Like, you can project things. And it, so I would do that a couple times. And then I had the whole alien projection thing. And then I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I feel like you have something there. I, sometimes I want to explore it, but then I get a little scared. But mm-hmm. I feel like if I did dive into it, I feel like maybe I could. I uh, think you definitely could. And I think if you did put up pieces of protection for yourself, that they would be strong. Yeah. Because it sounds like if you're able, I think it's really interesting what you were describing about pushing your energy outward and directing it in certain ways. And I think that if you do that for yourself with protection and also put, make sure that whatever could possibly come in contact with you has to be, I've seen people say different things like has to be of the light, has to be of love and can't to make sure that any kind of consent that you're putting out there is really specific. Okay. So that nothing can warp that. Okay. Essentially. So I think you can definitely do it. Okay. So I feel inspired. Yay. I am going to try to do that. Please do. Not tonight. That's okay. Not to work tomorrow. (laughs) That's okay. I don't want to be abducted. (laughs) If if I don't show up at work tomorrow, you'll know I was abducted. Say no abduction. (laughs) No abduction. No abduction. But I feel... I feel inspired Yay. to try this again. And if anything happens, Katie, you'll be the first person to know. Please tell me. I will tell you. We don't you. have to share it on the pod, but I would love to. Know. Okay. Yeah. I'll just let you know if anything weird happens, if anything significant happens, if nothing happens. I'll just continue to be updated. I feel like something will happen. I feel like you're going to, you. it seems like you're, you have gifts that are pretty interesting. Well, I, I'm sure it'll take practice. Um, mm-hmm. because I, I feel like that just makes sense. Like I can't be like, Hey world, here I am. I'm ready for you. Like for everything. I'm sure like it takes like, because sure. at that time I was like practicing, like projecting. And so I'm sure there'll be a lot to take baby steps. Well, isn't, um, Tai Chi. Yes. Where like you energetic. Yeah. Where yeah. you move your energy mm-hmm. around. That could be a really good baby step. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. That is a good idea. But also, I think you use whatever it is that you have without knowing that you're doing it because you have incredible energy. Oh, you. you do. And I, I don't know. It's, I've found that I'm really sensitive to stuff and I don't really know what that means yet, but. Are you learning? I can just I can just tell that there's something really 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 neat about what it is that you can do. Oh, thank you. So oh, thank you for sharing. Of course. One other little tidbit. Yes. This is just for funsies. Um, one of our one of my customers, uh, one of our locations, um, told my sister who also used to work there. Oh yeah. He said, "You're you're from Andromeda. Your family's from Andromeda." 
You and just left that little I forgot out. about that. And so here's the funny thing. So my we're on a hike, and my sister's telling me this. Goes, so my customer John is telling me that me and my family were from Andromeda, and oh, guys, there he is. <laughs> what? Small world moment. Around the corner comes John, no. the guy who's telling my sister that my family's from Andromeda. <laughs> Did he talk to you about it? Like why he felt that way? Mm-mm, no, but um, we uh, like we said hi. Like I wasn't working at that time. Um, so like it was just like my sister and John saying hi. This is my family, and then we went about our ways. And then I eventually joined the company. And I met John, and he was a character. Okay. He gave me a piece of malachite to give me protection because he said I needed protection. I I would maybe listen to John. Yeah, maybe. I would maybe listen to. I John. still keep it. It's it was a yeah. beautiful, uh, beautiful uh, stone. It's um, malachite. It's like this beautiful green color. Maybe you do need protection. Maybe. maybe, you. maybe this do. is freaking me out because. The Andromedans are the ones who gave John from Stardust Ranch all those messages. Really? Yes, it was the Andromedans. Oh, do you think my family's up there and they're trying to like, I don't know. What if they're down here, but you're, got, you're all. Ooh. What if you're all. Maybe I'm an alien. I'm just kidding. I know it sounds crazy, but I have been meeting more and more people where they have really high vibrational energies. And, and I say a couple times in the extraterrestrial enlightenment episode, I will now don my tinfoil hat, <laughs> but I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Here, have one. I, I accept <laughs> yeah. it. Let me yell and you can. <laughs> I knight you with the tinfoil sword. Thank you. Um, but I feel like I've really been meeting people in with really weird timing, mm-hmm. who are experiencing similar things and really interesting dreams and really fascinating experiences mm-hmm. that point to them being connected to something extraterrestrial too. Fascinating. So you might, Me? I, I'm well within the, <laughs> the realm of, I, I, would, I would believe it because your yeah. energy is, is there for me, I don't know. Thank you. I, I don't know if I should say thank you. I don't know. I, I don't know either. I accept. I And I don't know what I'm talking about. Don't listen to me. But I love listening to you. <laughs> you have so, with everything that you have experienced, that you've sh- sh- uh, shared with me, and all of the information that you've learned from your research, like, I feel like you're, I would believe you. Like, you can be my cult leader, Katie. <laughs> thank you so much. Join my cult. Um... <laughs> I, I know, I feel like all this stuff is so out there, but it is. I'm having a really hard time rejecting it. Yeah, I, I feel you. Like, yeah. listening to your podcasts and talking about it, it's, it's just like reigniting something. And I, I mean, what it boils down to is we're mere humans. We can't know for certain. So for us to completely reject an idea, you know, could be seen as, absurd i mean we should object murders of course you know that's we should yeah we should be logical as much as we can and kind loving yeah respectful and open to listening yeah Mm -hmm. and i think as long as we're not hurting anyone and we're doing our best to make ourselves and others 
get get everyone to a better place, then I say, what's the harm? What's the harm? What's the harm? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the only harm that a tinfoil hat would bring is that we could potentially blind somebody. If but, you poked them in the eye with it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. This is a true thing. <laughs> yeah. You have to be careful. Very careful. Well, we can maybe, we'll design some new ones. Yes. Yeah. It's not going to be the Hershey's shaped. Maybe it could just be like a regular baseball cap. I like that. Yeah. I like that idea. Or cowboy hat. We can do some different design. Different design. Yeah. But <laughs> this was amazing. Well, I loved you. it. I was not expecting that. And I'm so glad that you're okay now. And thank you. I would be very excited for you to, to do some more exploring with safety precautions. Yes. And thank you for sharing that with me. Yeah. And Katie, thank you for listening to me, for Aww. giving me some advice, for now that I'm inspired to kind of dive into that again, um, for giving me that advice to protect myself, that gives me great comfort. I'm so glad and I hope that it helps. And I, again, I don't know what is true and what's not true, but I'm kind of just going where I'm being taken and I accept. So, okay, well, I'm excited to see where you go and I'll keep you updated. Thank you, Liz. You are absolutely invited back. Oh, thank you. So much fun. And me too. Thanks for having me, Katie. Oh my goodness, this was such a good one. If you have a spooky story or an eerie encounter, like Liz, or something totally different, Josie and I still want to hear it. So please send it to somethingspookish at gmail.com and check us out on Instagram. Come see, see, see who I was speaking to, the lovely Lizzie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at the microphone and I smiled. I, I, I'm pretty sure I do that a lot too. We smile, smile into the microphone. Can, yes, you can, you can pick it up. <laughs> and until next time, stay spooky. Stay spooky.